You are now tuned in to the Decoding Success Podcast, where we reveal game-changing habits, formulas, and routines from the world's most successful individuals to help you think and live larger. Welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen. It is your host, Matt Labrie, bringing to you our last episode of 2020 here at Decoding Success. And to think that this year is coming to a close, and it's actually New Year's Eve right now as I'm recording this episode, to think this year, this unprecedented time that we're living in, this painful time, this joyous time, this transformative time that we are living in, holy shit, who would have saw something like this coming? Because I would have never even been able to imagine something of this magnitude taking place during my lifetime to say the absolute least. So before diving into today's episode, I'm going to give you a hint of what we're talking about. I'm sure you could kind of tell from the title of this episode. I am giving you 20 lessons that I personally have learned in 2020 that I think could be monumental to everyone that tunes into this, which is exactly why I want to share. Now, I know I've personally had a very monumental year, and I'm not going to get into that right now, right this second. I want to shine a light on something first. As I've mentioned, this has been a painful year for many, and I think a painful year for everyone, and you'll hear me talk about lesson number one in just a little bit, which kind of connects that dot there. A lot of people lost lives. A lot of people lost their loved ones. A lot of people lost their friends. And to think about all of the suffering and all of the pain that's taken place this year, I really want to shine a light on that because... That's not easy. That's not easy for friends and family and acquaintances to endure. But even from a distance, I've seen people personally going through really tough times and that hurts me like that hurts me. So I really just want to shine that light. Let everyone know that's listening to this episode right now that we as a community shed our light on them, you know, send our prayers to them and let them know that we are absolutely with them through, especially this holiday season where it might be their first doing so and celebrating quote unquote without their loved ones by their side. And that alone could be very, very painful and very hard to deal with to say the absolute least. So I just wanted to start off by saying that now, as mentioned, 20 lessons from 2020. What a fucking year it has been. And to think that it's coming to a close, like this was the fastest, shortest, yet longest year ever. And like, I don't even know how to say that again. It might be like the longest, shortest, fastest year ever. Crazy, 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 but yet so damn transformative. I remember going back to February, maybe it was March, whenever it was. This pandemic hit and things started to close down and I literally said to a handful of friends, I said, after the snow day vibes passed, by the way, because in the beginning, it kind of felt like the snow day, you know, or kind of like winter recess where you had a week off from school. That's kind of the vibe that I caught personally. And I treated it like that. I said, you know what? I won't work for a week. I'll just chill, do my thing, eat bu- eat a bunch of snacks, do whatever, uh, be lazy. And then I realized like, holy shit, this is lasting more than a week. And I recall very vividly sending a voice note to a very good friend of mine, Anthony Aresis. He's been on the show many times. And I said to him, dude, this is not a year to fuck around. Like, this is actually a year to level the fuck up. Like, this is, this is, I don't want to use the word it's a gift because that would hurt a lot of people that endured a lot of pain, including myself. I endured a shit ton of pain and we'll get into that too. But 
it was handed to us on a silver platter to level up in some way, shape, or form as individuals and obviously as a whole together. And man, like to think about all the growth that's come about, like it's almost unimaginable to think and to fathom on a personal level how much I've grown. And I want to share these points with you. And I'm not trying to sound all selfish here because I'm actually sharing them. I'm not selfish. I want to help everyone else grow. And I guess that brings me to the first lesson that I personally learned. And although I've known this in the past, I think it was really illustrated through the events that took place here in 2020. And the first lesson that I just want to share is we are all more connected than we know. So as I've alluded to numerous times on this episode thus far, I think this was the most painful year the globe and the individuals that occupy the globe have endured since the wars. Like, and this was actually just brought to my attention the other day by a gentleman that works for UPS. And we just had a random conversation and he brought it up. He was like, we're not gonna go to war anymore. You know, maybe we are over some dumb shit probably, but I'm not going to get into politics, but it's like, all right, cool. If China raises their missiles, the United States will raise their missiles. Like this was the pain that humanity had to endure and it sucks. And to think like this was the last time or the last time that we've endured such a pain from a global scale was literally during the wars. And... It fucking sucks to say the least, but the beautiful part of it is the coming together, the coming together was so beautiful. And although it, it may have seemed to fade out a little bit, I mean, I guess we're still seeing it today, especially here in New York City. That's not on a global level, but in New York City with the support that's going or the, the support that's taking place for small businesses, specifically restaurants that are continuously closed down. I sit here and I think like the coming together was so beautiful. In the beginning of this year, I've talked about it numerous times on the show. Collectively, as a community, we were able to raise over $15,000 to feed frontline workers, right? To feed the NYPD, to feed the FDNY, to feed the DSNY, to feed the doctors and the nurses. Like, how incredible is that? To feed the pharmacists that are providing the prescriptions or or providing the, the supplements and the medication that is needed to be able to fight these diseases and whatever else, these viruses that's out there in the world. And to think like collectively we came together like that is so fucking powerful. And that just like really warms my heart because... When you do something for someone, you do something for everyone. So how you treat someone is how you treat everyone. You know, like we're all so connected and I think we're all so disconnected from feeling that we're all connected. And that's from all the society shit. And who knows how we'll ever get back to feeling as connected as we actually are. And hopefully that day comes soon. Hopefully just putting out messages like this really help it come about. But that was the first lesson that I truly harped on for quite some time as I was putting the, you know, the points to this episode together, because it's really real. It's really real. We're all connected. But number two, something on a personal level, and just to give a heads up, all of these points here are from a personal perspective. They're about business. They're about life in general. They're about relationships. They're about friendships. They're about self-development. They're really just like all intertwined. So it's a mix of a lot of stuff, but a lot of stuff that 
I think can benefit, which is why I'm sharing. So the second lesson that I learned is that your inner world reflects your outer world, not vice versa. So for me, I've talked about it many times on this show, and going back to my early 20s and my late teens, I always felt that my outer world was going to make me happy. If I had X amount of dollars in my bank account, if I had this type of car, if I was popping bottles at this club, if I was posting this type of picture on Instagram, I felt that would make me happy. I was very rudely mistaken, and I talk about that so openly because I do not want anyone to ever ever, ever experience the pain that I've personally had to experience living a life like that. And I'm 28 years old now, turned 28 in October, and I am very grateful to say that I've been doing the work to be able to reverse that hard wiring in my brain, which is kind of like the the sub-bullet point to lesson number two. It's like doing the fucking work, especially as a male, is so important. And what, what do I mean when I say do the work? People don't want to do work, right? We can be lazy as fuck, but there are certain things that are mandatory. And you might say to yourself, well, you know, Matt, go fuck yourself. Like, I don't feel like I actually need to do it. Well, let me tell you that I wish I did this at 23 or I wish I did this at 18 when I didn't feel like I needed to do it. But you want to know what? I got hit by a fucking two by four this year and Luckily, I was able to embrace the impact a little bit, and I had a really supportive um, cast of individuals from family to friends to significant other that was really supportive of me doing this work. And to that point, I just throw it out there like, it does not hurt to explore doing the work. I'm not telling you to go into therapy. I'm not telling you to hire a coach. I'm telling you to explore it. Whatever that means to you. Maybe that means getting quiet and staying off your phone for an hour before you go to bed. Whatever the case is, like I just I want you to explore what that means for you. Your inner world reflects your outer world, not vice versa. Remember that. Number 3, lesson number 3, and this is something that I did hard this year like I did this I guess well I kind of gave it away number three lesson number three is love hard love hard as simple as that like give your love give all of your love because life isn't as predictable as an Amazon Prime delivery straight up like you can track that you know exactly when it's coming when it's not but I'm gonna keep it really real with you the minute you're born is the minute you get online to die. Like, (laughs) that's as real as it gets. And you have no clue where you are on that line. Like, not a fucking clue where you are on that line. You could be the next person. You could die listening to this right now. And I know that sounds harsh and it sounds cruel, but is it not the truth? Like, the minute you are born is the minute you get online to die. It's inevitable that you will actually get to that point. Like it, it's you, you can't adjust that. You know, you can take care of yourself, but if it's your time, it's your time and it's going to happen regardless. So in the process of living your life, like love hard, give your fucking love to any and everyone. I'm not saying be a whore or be a man whore or be anything like that. Let's let's keep that language out of here. I'm saying love hard whatever that means to you i hope you take it away and i take i hope you take that to heart number four lesson number four 
this is something that I'm still working on, but it's something that's really hitting home for me as of late. And by the way, if you hear snoring, that's my little puppy who I'm going to get to in just a little bit. Um, Point number four, lesson number four, everything you want to be, you already are. I'll say that again. I'm getting the chills saying it because like I said, I'm still working on it. Everything you want to be, you already are. Now, I'm not saying, you know, you want to be an astronaut. You already are one. Let's let's keep it realistic here. I'm saying that if you want to be someone that has inner peace or if you want to be someone that I don't know, whatever, right? I'm I don't want to go down too many rabbit holes here. Let me give you an example. This is a short way of saying everything is inside of us already. There's an old story that, and I don't know the exact details, so I'm going to butcher it a little bit, but I'm going to get the point across. There's an old story that says that a Buddhist community needed to move, like they, or uh, a monk community, a monk community, that's what it was, a monk community needed to move, and they needed to move their Buddha statue. And this Buddha statue was huge. It was this huge clay Buddha statue. And as they were examining how they were going to move this monumental figure, they realized that it was so big that they needed to come back the next day. So at night, another gentleman, he or individual, I don't know if it was a man or a woman, took a flashlight and started to examine it to examine the buddha and in the process of examining the buddha he noticed the crack or she noticed the crack and something like glared back at the individual and that glare back made that person want to chisel the clay away which then made them realize that the clay was really protecting the gold that was on the inside and that is exactly what all of us have inside of us. We all have what we want inside of us. So no matter what you want to be, it is already in you. You just have to find a way to bring it out. You have to chisel away at the outer world. Now, what is that outer core? That outer core that we all have, or that majority of us, I want to say 99.9% of us have, is what's been created by society. We wear this facade, and the facade is so fake. Like, we wear this facade that society, our parents, our friends, and whatever else helped us put up, or almost made us feel like we needed to put it up to fit in literally to fit in. So I'm not going to go down the rabbit hole with that one, but I'm just going to say everything you want to be, you already are. You are enough as you are. And like I said, I'm still working on that myself because I got to keep it real with everyone on the show. I am not perfect, but um, I'm perfect in my own way. And that's really important to put out there. And as are you, you are enough. Now, lesson number five, this is something I had to learn the hard way this year, but it's something that is monumental going forward. And I've been on both ends of this spectrum. When someone hurts you, it's because they are hurt themselves. Now, it's really hard to believe because myself, personally, I have found every single way to internalize 
problems like that, or I will make the problem about me. But the reality of it is when someone hurts you, it's because they are hurting themselves. And as I said, I've been on both sides of that spectrum and I've hurt many people in my life from friends and family to significant others. And when you get the flip side of the stick, you really realize that you hurt other people because you're hurt. And that's another reason why it's so important to continuously do inner work on yourself, male, female, short, tall, black, brown, white, green, purple, whatever the case is. I highly, highly suggest taking that into consideration and really moving forward with that type of work because who wants to hurt anyone? As I mentioned, lesson number one, we're all connected more than we know. So we definitely don't want to be hurting anyone. But the beautiful thing about point number five or lesson number five, when someone hurts you, it's because they're hurting themselves. Knowing that we can have compassion for them, right? We can have compassion for them. And that leads me to lesson number six, which is forgiveness. Now, forgiving is a very powerful, very, and I'm getting the chills saying that forgiving isn't for the other person, right? You're not forgiving for the other person. You're forgiving for yourself to let yourself free. And it's very important to understand that because why would you want to hold a grudge? And why would you want an experience or a person to have power over you? You want to be able to master yourself. And forgiving is a very great way to do that. Now, the thing is, personally, again, I'm part of the Roman Catholic Church. Forgiveness is talked about all the time. But to tell, and I went to Catholic school my entire life up until college, but to tell you that I've ever been taught to forgive, I would be lying. I have no clue how to forgive. But it's important to understand or to go and research and find ways to forgive. Whether that means you need to voice it to someone, whether that means you need to journal it out, whether that means you need to confront the person that hurts you. Whatever the case is, forgiveness is always the right decision. And it is one of the most powerful decisions that allows the grace of God. And maybe I don't want to use the terminology God here because I know we're a very open community. Whatever you believe in, right? Replace it with the word God. Um, Forgiveness is so powerful. So I wanted to put that out there for lesson number six that I personally learned. Now, Lesson number seven, this is another one that kind of goes hand in hand with all of these, uh, especially going all the way back to lesson number one, pain is inevitable. It is not something that we can avoid. Life puts pain on our course for a reason, and that is to learn from it. And the more we sulk in it, the more we lose the lesson in it and or lessons in it. So I put that out there to help you want to examine this year and understand what pain you may have experienced, but what was the lesson within that pain? Really dive deep into that, but also never forget that pain is absolutely inevitable. So if you feel like God is, or again, a greater being is kind of just like putting you down this hard course or something of that nature. Just know that it's on your course for a reason. It's there to help you transform. It's there to help you grow. Easier said than done. Trust me, day in and day out, I struggle with that. But just keeping it real, just 
knowing that just like knowing that it's inevitable and it's there for a reason is super super important and even if you need to tell yourself that in the moment of experiencing it really really powerful so that was lesson number seven pain is inevitable now Lesson number eight is connecting to your true essence. Now, this kind of goes hand in hand with what I was saying about um, everything you want to be is you already. Now, connecting to your true essence, what do I mean by that? I wore this facade for so many years and did I like who I was? No. Did I like my external world at that point? Yes. Did I like my internal world? I was so numb to it that I had no clue what was even going on. I would smoke so much weed and I functioned very highly. Like if I told you what I was doing at that point in my life, you would be like, you smoked weed? Like I'm not criticizing weed smokers. I don't smoke anymore, but I was so numb internally through smoking that I didn't even feel. I didn't feel what was going on inside. It was just, all right, let me hit a J. Let me hit a, let's go smoke a blunt, you know? And people do that through other means, though. And I want to point this out. Like, people drink excessively. I've been there, too. I've I've numbed myself through drinking. But how about this one? People do it through eating. Have you ever put yourself in a food coma? Have you ever had, like, a sugar rush where you just, like, OD on sugar? You know, people do it with social media. The list really goes on and connecting to your true essence and and getting rid of the facade is so powerful because it allows you not to be scared of who you are. Now, I bring this up because I personally am I'm an emotional dude. Like I, I really am, and I'm an I'm an emotional dude. I'm not saying that I cry every day, but for years I just suppressed and suppressed and suppressed and suppressed. And with that being said, it all came out at once. And it's okay to be that emotional dude, no matter even if it's your fucking mother, because trust me, I've experienced that criticizing you for for maybe crying or being down or whatever the case is. Like no matter who it is you are, I'm not saying that you're an emotional dude also. I'm just saying in general, no matter who you are, that's okay. Like connect to that because People will be more attracted to that than anything. When you wear a facade, 200 people might like you, but the two people that don't like you are going to bring up the negative emotions that you're going to want to numb inside of you. So I put that out there because I live that and I'm changing that and I want you to not experience the pain or the harsh transformation that I may have had to go through to get to that point. And that's a really big lesson for me in this year, which is why I wanted to share that. Now, I talked about pain a few times, so I want to bring you to lesson number nine that I learned. And this is a really interesting one that goes along the lines of business, but it also intertwines personal. And this is where it's really, and fuck, I'm getting the chills on almost every single point that I'm sharing with you here. Lesson number nine is your pain is your brand. Now, I have an amazing client at my company, 1B Branding. Her name is Nellie Galan. She's the former president of Telemundo. She's been on this show two times, and I hope to bring her back again in 2021. She had a famous saying, or she has a famous saying, that is, your pain is your brand. Now, numerous times in which 
I've heard her say that. I had no clue what it meant. I just said, oh, that sounds sexy, you know, every time. And then when I really heard her elaborate on that, I realized that what she was saying is that your pain, what you are going through right now, if you solve it and you can solve it, you know all the answers. All of the answers are inside of you already. They just need to be taken out some way, somehow. Your pain is your brand. If When you solve your pain, when you find a way to do that, that is your brand. That is what your business is because there are people that are out there that are experiencing the same exact thing that you are, whether they've already experienced it, whether they have in the present moment or whether they are going to. Seriously, that is so powerful. And I just want to put it out there again. Your pain is your brand. With that being said, I want you all to know that I am pursuing that myself. It is not something that I'm just throwing out there and bantering to the world. I am pursuing a new venture and I'm putting that out there too, just to address that because I felt this year that I knew what my pain was and I know that there's other men out there specifically and I kind of just gave you a hint as to what it is and I told myself I'm going to gather some friends and we're going to pursue this head on because I know they've experienced it in their lives as well. So whether you want to pursue it or not, if you're looking for a business idea, just know that your pain is your brand. And that was lesson number nine. Now, lesson number 10 is when you tell someone you're going to pray for them, do it right then and there. I've told countless people I'll pray for them and then I forgot. And this year I read a book and in the book, for some reason, that was in there. And I said to myself, Holy shit. When you tell someone you're going to pray for them, do it right then and there. And it just so happens that the other day, one of my very good friends who has been on this show has been dealing with something that has been pretty, pretty treacherous on her path and not just on her path, but on her family's path. And I said to her, I'm going to pray for you. And in that moment, I prayed for her. And not only did I pray for her, I prayed for a few other women in my life. And that is just something that we need to do because it goes all the way back to lesson number one. We are more connected than we know. The power of prayer is the strongest power in the world. And again, I just want to let you know, I am getting the chills up and down my arms. If you're getting the chills at any point of this episode, please let me know. Like, I, I just want to know that this resonates with you as much as it resonates with me because I live this all year. I literally live this all year and I want to make sure this is impacting because it's impacted me and that right there praying for someone is such a powerful yet almost forgotten not task but thing to do thing to do to say the least now lesson number 11 i tried so many new things in 2020 like in a year where you are kind of like locked down and limited i said to myself I have tried so much new shit <laughs> and this is more like on the fun, like adventurous, like friendly side. I mean, I got myself out of the box, like society, even ourselves, like we just put ourselves in these box. We get, we get like into such a routine that we don't try anything new. Like we literally just like stay within this comfort zone of, oh, I can't go out there. There's fear. I can't do X, Y, Z. Like I'm scared of that. But like, just try it. For instance, like I tried yoga. I'm six foot five, 200 pounds. I was probably a little bit more at that point. And I fucking loved it. 
I literally loved it. I tried it. I loved it. I loved the instru- loved the instructor. I loved the community. I genuinely loved how I felt after. Not the next day because I was sore as fuck. Like I've put that out there. I was sore as fuck after yoga, but. I tried new things. And on top of that, I tried other things. I tried therapy. I tried a coach. I try and very successfully tried those as well. I tried flotation therapy. That was new to me. No clue what the fuck that was going to be like. Yet I loved it. Just being able to turn off in a float tank for 60 plus minutes. I was like, holy shit. Like, I love this. Try new things. Get yourself out of the box. I know that sounds cliche, but ask yourself right now, when was the last time you tried something new? Do you order the same fucking thing you order every single time you go to the restaurant? Because I'm guilty of that. I know exactly what I'm ordering for delivery to my house literally three times a week. Like, I'm totally cool with my whole wheat penne, broccoli, grilled chicken, garlic, and oil dish. I'm totally cool with ordering or going to the same pizzerias or going to the same restaurants. Like we get so in this box that it's so delightful to get out of it sometimes. So I just throw that out there. Point number 11, lesson number 11, try new things as cliche as that sounds. I gave you so many reasons as to why you should. Now, lesson number 12, holy shit, this has been real. Challenge yourself. What do I mean by that? I have over the course of the last 74 days you'll probably listen to this one it's on 75 i participated in what's called 75 hard am i telling you to do 75 hard absolutely not if you want to inquire within i would love to support you on that i've taken action by challenging myself through this program called 75 hard and it was pretty fucking hard. There were days and weeks that it was easy as fuck. And then there were days and weeks where it was like, oh shit, I'm stressed the fuck out trying to get all this done so I don't have to restart this challenge. Putting yourself out there and challenging yourself, whether it's publicly, whether it's not publicly, whatever the case is, that's how you grow. That Or that's one of the, we- one of the ways to grow. Like you need to put yourself on the edge of your comfort zone to the point where, or maybe not even just your comfort zone, but put yourself on the edge, not to the point where you're like panicking and have anxiety through the roof, but find the edge. Let me throw that out there. Find where the edge is and push that boundary. Push it just a little bit. See what happens for yourself. But going into 2021, I really do believe that you should challenge yourself. That's Lesson number 12, challenge yourself. Now, lesson number 13, wow, this is a really good one. This is something that uh, I'm doing and it's something I've done all year. Now that I think about it, I'm getting the chills just saying that. Love unconditionally and be loved unconditionally. As I mentioned earlier, I have a little snoring puppy next to me and his name is Draco. And when I tell you I love this little guy unconditionally, I fucking mean it. The amount of joy that has been brought to my life is amazing. Yet, is it stressful? Sure. He threw up on my bed this morning, right? So (laughs) that's what I mean by love unconditionally. Like, love the person for who they are at their core. 
And I even done this in, in relationships this year. I loved no matter what, like no matter what I love, love, love. And that is the love to give. Now, does everyone deserve that love? No. And that's for you to judge, but just love and love unconditionally. That is so, so powerful. But I want to let you know that you need to be loved unconditionally too. You need to be loved for who you are right now in the present moment, not for who you can be. Right? Like literally right now, no matter where you are in this world, no matter where you are in your career, no matter where you are emotionally, no matter where you are intellectually, no matter where you are spiritually, no matter where you are financially, like you deserve unconditional love from those around you, from your partner, from whomever. And I just want that to be a reminder. It's a reminder to myself. That is what we deserve. Like everyone deserves that no matter it might not be from the person you want, but you deserve that. Bottom line, you deserve that. So lesson number 13 is unconditional love or nothing. Number 14, lesson number 14, point number 14. This is a really tough one for me to grasp, but it's it's good. It's really good. And this falls in line with everything from business to family, to friends, to partners and relationships and everything. But God's time, period. What do the kids say now? Period. With a T, period. I'm not going to go that far. God's time, bottom fucking line. Everything is on God's time and you got to be patient with it. You got to be patient with it. I'm kind of, I'm going to intertwine lesson number 15 here. We try to, well, I say we, holy shit. Let me say me. I try to control and change the unchangeable, but you just get faced with resistance when you do that. And is that really what you want? Do you want to add stress? Do you want to add anxieties? Do you want to add down feelings and depression to your days because that's what happens when you just resist 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 you have to accept and accepting is not easy like i just said i'm fucking dealing with it with myself it is not easy but you have to accept what you are being dealt and if what you are being dealt isn't what you want you can try and change it a little bit but if you try and change it and try and change it and try and change it and nothing changes you're going to become insane right that's the definition of insanity doing the same thing over and over and over and over again and expecting a different result like it just doesn't work like that if nothing changes nothing changes right so lesson 14 lesson 15 god's timing be patient and lesson 15 is changing the unchangeable and trying to control that understand that you're facing resistance you're going head on that's really really difficult to deal with now number or lesson 16 have fun endlessly this is another one that's kind of cliche but it's not and it's not it's not because this was a really difficult year to have fun Maybe not all the time. Like there were definitely moments where you were able to, I mean, for me, shit, I'm, I had so much fun this year and I really fucking mean that. And I, I, I had that in so many relationships, so many friendships, like getting tours of Yankee stadium. I, if I told you the actual story behind that, you would laugh hysterically. Basically I lied 
ah, fuck, I lied, to get in there and get a private tour. Um, I had so much fun doing that. I had so much fun traveling. I had so much fun on dates, like literally like random limo rides at 3 a.m., going bowling at 3 a.m., just the most fun. And I don't want anyone to ever stray away from having fun because of the cards we're being dealt because there's always ways to find fun like there's always ways to create it you can always find a way to do that whether it's being on a zoom call with your boys playing fucking monopoly while you drink wine or you know if you are able to go out and be adventurous and do bowling at 3 a.m while you're drunk you know and by the way i won that game so that is like one of the biggest things for me this year is just like continue to have fun, continue to have fun. Let that inner child out. Like, I feel like we always, and this is myself, but I see it in other people as well. I just feel like we, we leave our child, like the, the little kid in us, we, we just, we leave him alone. Boy or girl, doesn't matter. Like, we just forget that we were a kid. And I was able to bring out the kid in me so much this year. And I really, really hope that you're able to do so moving forward into 2021 as well. So that was lesson number 16. Have fun endlessly. Lesson number 17 is know your worth. And holy shit, is this a big one for me? Because this is what I told you I'm dealing with right now. I'm, I'm actually... I'm actually, you know, really working on this myself is a really big lesson. Knowing your worth, not your external worth, right? Not your external worth and not the worth that someone else might not see. You need to be an advocate for yourself. You need to know what you are worth and you need to stop judging based on the external And I'm saying that I'm actually talking to myself. So I don't want you to think I'm talking at you as I say these things. It is so important to know your worth and know that you are enough. And I know that kind of intertwines with a few of the points that we've talked about in the past, which might have been like lesson number four and whatnot. But I throw that out there because that's a really big lesson for me this year that I'm glad I'm able to share. Now, lesson number 18, point number 18, love comes from the inside. A lot of times we can look for that external validation. Again, that word external, as you can see, I've done a lot of internal work where I'm realizing the external shit isn't, isn't the realness, it's the internal shit. Lesson number 18, love comes from the inside. And I want to give a huge shout out to Carla Royal, my coach. She literally helped me transform my life to new heights. And I really fucking mean that. She told me a story. In fact, she was actually on this podcast and she shared the story as well. As a kid, did ask yourself, like as a kid, did you have like a favorite toy? Maybe a teddy bear? Uh, I didn't have a teddy bear. I had everything other than teddy bears. Uh, actually, I, I'm lying. I totally had stuffed animals. But... How much did you love that bear? Like, think about that. How much did you love that bear? The bear was... The bear didn't have love inside of him. Like, all the love you had for that bear came from inside of you. Or that toy, or whatever. Like, all of it came from inside of you. So... We have to understand that it comes from the inside. It's an in, it's an internal source. And that 
was one of the most powerful lessons. And I've said that I think about every single lesson here, but um, I could have gone on for more than 20, by the way, but um, we'll get back to that. So lesson number 18, love comes from the inside. Remember that. Now, lesson number 19, what you're experiencing, someone else already has. I throw that out there because there have been numerous times this year where people have contacted me or like literally, actually many people have contacted me this year and I've been going through it myself in some different, in in different areas of my life. And the more I sought out knowledge for what I was experiencing, the quicker I was able to come to a conclusion or a decision on the, on like the, the trajectory in which I had to personally pursue. What I mean by that is I'm a big book reader. So I went out, I found books, I read books on forgiveness. I read books on love. I read books on business. I read books on marketing. I read books on branding. I read books on everything. No matter what my problem was, I knew someone out there knew how to solve it already, right? We are 2021 years into this world, 2021. I just wanted to make sure that I said that right. 2021 years into this world. Someone has experienced what you are experiencing to some extent. Like you are not alone. Like you're really not alone. And the more you seek out the knowledge, the more you seek out the help, the more you drop the ego to understand that the help is out there and available to you, the quicker you're able to educate yourself and really apply that to what it is that you're experiencing because their experiences might not be straight on directly aligned with yours, but I guarantee you they're pretty close. So I throw that out there. Just lesson number 19, what you're experiencing someone else already has. Now, lesson 20, wow, 20 lessons for 2020. Times may be dark, but when you continue trekking forward, you will see the light. Boom, mic drop. Like, times may be dark, but when you continue trekking forward, you will see the light. If you're experiencing dark times right now, I'm, holy shit, chills. When you are experiencing some dark shit, just know that even if you can't even see the slightest bit of light, keep moving, keep fucking moving, like really keep moving. And you will be able to, you will be able to see it. I promise you that you will be able to see it. And whether that means you need people to take that journey with you, you need people by your side, you need people pushing you, you need people supporting you, whatever the case is for you. Uh, we had a very dark year, but a lot of people are looking at this new year as the light. And let's hope it is for for humanity. Let's hope that it is. And let's hope that it is for you too if you're going through a dark time because I don't want to ever hear anyone is going through a dark time. But it's it's inevitable. Pain is inevitable. That was a lesson that was learned in 2020 and I stated that earlier. So all of these are really beautiful and I really hope that you feel the same. I would love to hear from you. Like I would really, really love to hear from you on this. Just... If something stood out to you, if something resonated with you, if something felt powerful to you, whatever the case is, like, I just, I, I want to know what it was and I want to have a discussion with you. Like, I want to talk about it. I want to learn from you. I want to learn your opinion. I want to learn your take. I want to learn how you handle these types of things. Or even if I could help you, that would be beautiful too. Any Anything I could do to help, like, please don't hesitate. But let me go over them just one more time. Lesson number one, we're all more connected than we know. 
Lesson number two, your inner world reflects your outer world, not vice versa. Number three, love hard. Number four, everything you want to be, you already are. Number five, when someone hurts you, it's because they are hurting themselves. Lesson six, forgiveness. It's a practice we all need to take up. Lesson seven, pain is inevitable. Lesson eight, connect to your true essence, not your facade. Lesson nine, your pain is your brand. Lesson 10, when you tell someone you're going to pray for them, do it right then and there. Lesson 11, try new things. Cliche, but it's really rewarding. Lesson 12, challenge yourself. Lesson 13, unconditional love or nothing. Lesson 14, it all takes place on God's time, God's calendar. Lesson 15, changing the unchangeable will lead to resistance. Lesson 16, have fun endlessly. Lesson 17, know your worth and add tax, motherfucker. No, that's corny. <laughs> Lesson 18, love comes from the inside. Lesson 19, what you're experiencing someone else already has. And Lesson 20, times may be dark, but when you continue trekking forward, you will see the light. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, I appreciate you listening to this episode 20 lessons for 2020. And until next time, I will talk to you in the new year. Be blessed. Peace.